this is Parent Entrepreneur Podcast, or we can call it as a Juggling Entrepreneur Podcast. It is a podcast from one parent entrepreneur to another. And today we have amazing Olu or Olunui, uh, is a serial entrepreneur, business mentor, and public speaker with an inquenchable energy and passion for entrepreneurship, for women empowerment, for leadership. And she's a subject matter expert with a portfolio in media, tour, tourism, and not not for profits. Um, Olu is a great growth driver and relationship builder who facilitated and organized an international women conference for women entrepreneurs, which was recognized and supported and chaired by an African president, African Union president. And she is an author of many books, and she writes across the diverse genres, uh, right from leaderships, political, historical, biographical, and poetry. Uh, Not to end there, uh, she's a spoken word poet, storyteller, congressional recognition award recipient by Congressman Sheila Jackson Lee, U.S. Representative of Texas, 18th Congressional District, and her roles as a mentor to women entrepreneur and global youth ambassador. Uh, Olu is in the process of launching the platform between entrepreneurs and stakeholders to create an ecosystem that can support the entrepreneurs across the globe. Again, welcome Olu today for the podcast. Thank you, Hema. Um, I was just blown away by your um, recital of my bio, and I'm like, who is she talking about? (laughs) (laughs) It is always surprising when you look back and see what are the amazing things that you have done because you are continuously going through the journey. Yeah. Olu, what an amazing career and life that you have had so far and you're mm-hmm. continuing that vision and mission moving forward to help more entrepreneurs yeah so tell us how it actually started when was your first entrepreneurship uh, uh, entrepreneurship journey started okay th- thank you Hima when I look back I sometimes would love to call myself an accidental entrepreneur but that is actually not true okay. um I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. But at the time that I started or I went into entrepreneurship, I didn't have this consciousness or this awareness. Mm -hmm. I had a job. Uh, I was working in the um, aviation sector within the um, airline, commercial airline, Swiss Air in particular, you know, travel and tourism. Mm -hmm. And um, at that time, I had three kids, all under the age of 10. Mm -hmm. So um, going through the motions of, you know, dropping them off in school to going to work. And then I had a very toxic office environment. You know, I had a male boss who, um, you know, who didn't value what I brought to the table. Um, And I said to myself, you know, at some point, I said, you know, this isn't this isn't working. You know, I have to take care of the kids. I have to, you know, take care of what I'm doing at work. So one thing led to the other. And I told myself, if I'm going to leave this job, I'm not going to hop into another job. I want to be able to, um, you know, have the time to you know, take care of the kids and do my 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 own stuff because I see 
I know myself rather as a creative person because while I was at that job, I began to think, oh, instead of just being a reservation officer or manager booking um, flights from London to Beijing, you know, um, uh, Toronto to wherever, yeah. I wanted to take people on tours, but I was con- confined to the vision of what Swiss Air was providing, you know, the ser- the services, the products. And I said to myself, oh, one of these days I'm going to, you know, um, open my own uh, travel shop and, you know, um, create design tour packages where I will take people to see the wonders of the world. And so I knew there was a conflict between what I was doing mm. and what I wanted to do, what I had passion for. Yeah. So when the toxic environment festered into something that I couldn't just take it anymore. I said, okay, that's it. I'm going to just start my business. And the focus of that business was a travel and tourism, you know, company to take people, design um, holiday uh, trips. Uh, for This was way back in 1999. Who does that, you know, at that time mm-hmm. and where I was leaving. So I was way ahead of my league of what was happening at that time but it was my passion Mm. it was what I wanted to do so I said instead of leaving the job and going into another job where I would be frustrated anyway why don't I start this this business in travel and tourism and so um the only person that I could talk to at that time was my dad and I said dad you know, I'm thinking of starting my own business. And that was how, you know, he was my sounding board. And because he knew that I was frustrated in that job, he kept asking me, are they paying you well? Do they pay you well? You know, he kept asking those questions that I couldn't answer because that was part of the toxic environment, you know, the value, um, not being appreciated, not being uh, compensated. And I didn't want to answer those questions when he was asking, so when I came to meet him to ask for his advice, he just jumped on that thing with me and said, yes, start your business. And that's how, you know, I started my very first travel and tourism, you know, business without anybody uh, showing me the ropes of how to start a business. I just knew I wanted to start my business and it was going to be in travel and tourism and it would afford me time to, um, you know, take care of my kids and then, you know, figure out how how to run a business. I think what an amazing um, story, your first entrepreneurship journey, Olu, is that I think now if you look at the tourism industry, most of the successful tourism companies are the one who, actually put that customizer, customization factor into place, which mm. you have done around 20 years back or so. <laughs> uh, so you are the visionary and you opened a new market. I could say that. Um, so how did, and one more thing, especially for women who start the entrepreneurship journey, um, it's not as easy as yeah. people think. Um, because when you have a family, when you have kids, it takes more than just thinking, okay, we'll start the entrepreneurship journey. It takes weeks and months of assessment uh, from financial perspective, from emotional perspective, from psychological perspective, uh, because as you know, the starting of the business, you might think you might spend more time, but it's actually spending more time on the business until it starts 
running smoothly. Um, how was your journey after you quit your job and started this entrepreneurship journey? Um, how did you get the support from your family and how tough was it to handle three kids and starting right from up um, because my startup is bootstrapped. Okay. I can completely echo with that. Yeah. <laughs> Something starting from scratch by your own um, yeah. is really challenging. So uh, tell us a few things about the the things, the challenges that you had when you're handling the kids and starting your own business all by yourself. You're a self-made uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I would say you mentioned quite a number of, um, you know, challenges that we do go through, you know, the financial, the emotional, the psychological. And um, I would want to touch on one. Um, when I started, because I didn't have a roadmap. There was nothing. There was no guide. I didn't have any mentor. I didn't have anyone that had gone ahead of me in business, in entrepreneurship that I could, you know, go back to or was a uh, a sounding board. My dad was an engineer. He was more of an administrative person, not a business person. You know, he's more, you know, administratively inclined. So I couldn't get anything from him. So this is me in a dark room trying to figure out how to go from room one to room two in business. So number one mistake was I didn't have a good business plan or the business plan that I had was just based on, you know, what I told um, a, a, a senior cousin of mine or friend of mine uh, and said, you know, I'm, I'm starting a business in travel and tourism. He, he, he was an accountant. He's, he's passed on now. And he said, okay, I'll just help you do a business plan. And that was it. But I never opened that document after that. So it was challenging to kind of start, you know, bootstrap, getting the understanding. I didn't have the training in, um, you know, accounting, uh, in how to set up the accounting system for receivables or, you know, um, what 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 the business is all about. I only had my passion. I, I, I knew what I wanted. I knew that I wanted to uh, curate tour packages. I knew I wanted to help, um, you know, customers travel from point A to point B. I didn't have a good background in HR management. So I had to figure, I had to, I had to be creative. I had an idea of how um, talents or, or, or people ought to be treated because I'm coming from a toxic relation, um, a toxic um, work environment. So I wanted to do better for my, for the, the, the people that my employees that worked, you know, with me. So, but I didn't have a guide, but I, I knew emotionally that, look, this has to be, a, you know, I have to provide for them. I have to, you know, care for them. And then in terms of customer um, acquisition, it was a lot of work because I was, I was in a, in an industry that required me to, you know, advertise, market my my products and services to 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 clients. So it it it, it meant I had to have meetings with um you know C suite uh uh um 
people, you know, professionals go to banks, um, see people in, it was banks, insurance companies, um, and just corporates, you know, to, to advertise what I do. So that, that for me meant a 24 hours round the clock um, work. One, I had kids under 10. In 1999, my first child was, she was eight years old. Mm. So, and the last was two years old. Mm. So you can imagine managing three kids, eight, five, and two, or or eight, six, uh, you know, and putting all of that during the day, in the morning, doing, prepping them for school, Mm. I wore my, 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 cape of a mom getting them ready for school you know because my day would start like say five o'clock getting ready get the food get them the uniform everything you know screaming get your get get your gear get in the car blah 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 and then racing to their schools dropping them off and going getting to work at eight o'clock already exhausted from you know doing all of that and taking on trying to establish a business, you know, and you know that you need to put a lot of work in the first few years. So right from eight o'clock to the end of the day, you know, you're working. And then I go pick them up in the middle of the day. I go dude, you know, drop off again, pick them up from school, drop them home, ensure that, you know, they're good and all of that come back to work Mm -hmm. and close six o'clock thereabout. Mm. Then you go back to your, 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 your normal job as a mom, you know, in the evening to ensure, have Put you guys done your homework? <laughs> Put your cape back on. Did, what, what did the, what did your teachers say? You have this homework, mom, I can't do this one. I don't know this math. I don't do the, you know, and then you go on and on and you're trying to prep again for the next day. Yeah. So emotionally it is exhausting. It is challenging. It was challenging. It was it was exhausting, yeah. you know. So, and that's why, you know, um, it is it is best when you have uh, a partner that understands the demands of either motherhood and entre- being an entrepreneur, yeah. so that there is a balance in helping, you know, um, whoever is the entrepreneur in 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 the equation, you know. So I saw that I was I was I was. Uh, dissipating a lot of energy, you know, giving to the kids, giving to my employees, giving to looking for customers, trying to ensure this is this can't fail. This venture cannot fail. This is my first business. It yeah. cannot fail. So you can imagine, you know, the amount of energy that went into it emotionally, psychologically, physically, yeah. you know, and you're trying to be so many things at the same time to be a good mother to be a good partner to yeah. be a good boss to be a good um business entrepreneur to be a good citizen yeah. so all of these things are overwhelming you know when you look at the life of a mompreneur a mom that is also an entrepreneur so yeah. i didn't have it easy and i have this um this habit once i get to work it's always drinking a cold bottle of coke because that kind of just gets me in the groove because I have done like three or four hours of you know getting three kids ready for school doing that drill and I wanted something that was so cold and just 
gets me in the group to start the day. I remember that. I will try that for sure. So, Olo, is that the reason why you actually started this initiative, recent initiative to help uh, women entrepreneurs and yeah. to create this ecosystem with the stakeholders? Tell us a little bit about your present venture that you're doing. And yeah. how it why you actually started which is kind of uh i'm i'm assuming because you went through the pain and you want to help other mom entrepreneurs and yeah. women entrepreneurs but yeah very curious to know about <laughs> yes so you you're very right hema you mentioned you you actually touched on the core mission statement of my life helping women entrepreneurs on their journey because of my experience as a as an entrepreneur as a woman Yeah. and as a partner to a spouse yeah. i saw what i went through as you know so it was it was a painful journey but also on the other hand mm-hmm. it was i would say um a fulfilled journey when i look back in retrospect yeah. now how when i say it was a painful journey in in terms emotionally that you're alone i was alone in my in my vision in my dream in my passion um you know in in trying to get myself you know asserted asserting myself in my business and ensuring that the business didn't fail so i was all alone um you know uh when i say all alone my spouse or my my partner you know who is my ex now he didn't understand the passion that i brought to the table to to say look this business it must it must survive mm-hmm. so it was a conflict between you know why don't you focus on taking care of the kids mm-hmm. why are you bothered about you know starting a business you know running the business so there was this conflict within and without you know conflict within in the home conflict out you know yeah. trying to to get the business going so when i look at some of the things that some of the projects that i am backed on you know in tourism i remember the very first project was you know um documenting the history of my state yeah. um you know the heritage the the people the culture yeah. and it was born out of um a simple very innocent answer that my kids you know gave me when i just asked them i said you know um where are you from and they mentioned somewhere very random and i said no you're not from there you know so one thing led to the other and i felt that being in travel and tourism part of my mission and the agenda and the vision of the travel and tourism was in documenting the history of nigeria mm-hmm. and the history so that we can promote tourism nigeria the 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 tourism um potentials of nigeria to foreign you know um to visitors to investors mm-hmm. so when my kids came with that um ridiculous answer i said how 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 am i even my kids don't even know where they come from so how am i going to sell nigeria or wherever to to anybody and there was there was nothing that was available as a resource material 
you know. And this was born out of my stint with uh, Swiss Air. We used to have these brochures that would show you the beautiful Swiss Alps, you know, uh, the tourist um, attracts the tourist uh, uh, attractions. And there was nothing like that. So I said, you know, instead I went around looking for this kind of information. There was nothing. So I said, this is a niche. This is something that I need to do. So I embarked on that and going on that journey for three years, you know, not having the support, just, you know, just um, me and my crew of photo, you know, a photographer, um, uh, a a travel, a travel um, officer, we toured the entire state, my entire state for three years, documenting and producing, you know, um, a book on my state as a, you know. So when I look at that aspect of um, of entrepreneurship, of being an entrepreneur, of trying to, um, you know, establish the business in that area, it, 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 it's a lonely journey. So, and I look, I looked at, from the get go of 1999 to to sometimes um in two in the um in 2016 it has been a lonely journey where you're the only one you know carrying that burden you know doing the, the 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 things that you need to do as an entrepreneur and i begin to see the need to provide a platform or a support for women who have the same struggle, you know, their, their mothers, their, their, they have partners, they have vision, they have dreams. We're creative beings as, as a woman. Every woman is a creative being. There's something going on in every woman's head to do A, B, C, or D, you know? So how do you convert that vision, that creative idea? How do you birth it? Not only birth it, how do you find the support to, to help you go through the different stages that you need to grow go through and grow that business and even find support even if that venture fails because it's gonna fail it's 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 going to fail at some point you would encounter failure at some point because it's not a it's not a smooth sail journey where you don't encounter obstacles or challenges so but when such um occurrences, happen where do you find the support so and for me every stage that I failed in business Mm -hmm. I didn't find any support yeah I found more of um criticism um I found more of negative um criticism about your person maybe you didn't get it right you were not right I, I you were not supposed to go into it in the first instance why did you go into it so so that formed my mission in life mm. the second half of what i want to do in entrepreneurship mm. is to give that support to women entrepreneurs to help them not only to birth those visions and ideas and you know to also look at how do we help to monetize this creativity this creative ideas because as women we we just believe in just creating we're passionate but we haven't crack that code of monetizing or commercializing our creative ideas into, you know, profitable ventures. So um, that's, that's why my vision is, um, you know, is to support and to launch this particular 
you know, platform uh, that will support women entrepreneurs, women creators, and innovators. So I hope that answers your question. Yeah, that's that's very heart touching to hear the vision because not much people who actually went through the journey will create us or try to create a support system uh, which they didn't have. And uh, I think you raised a very important point that we might need to discuss for next couple. Of-